Today on State Scoop's Priorities Podcast from Scoop News Group, Inside New York's New Cybersecurity Strategy. Welcome to State Scoop's Priorities Podcast. Every Thursday, you'll get insights into the state and local government technology community. You'll hear from top leaders across the state and local world and learn about the latest news and trends ahead for the industry. I'm your host, Jake Williams. Here's what's happening this week. Wisconsin is creating a task force to evaluate how AI will impact the state's workforce. The new group is charged with gathering information and producing an advisory action plan to identify generative AI's impact on Wisconsin's current and future labor market. The plan will also explore how to advance equity and economic opportunity in the face of changes brought by AI. The National Telecommunications and Information Administration released draft rules outlining which materials used in federally funded broadband deployment must be made in the U.S., Federal rules require that 55% of project materials are manufactured domestically, which is challenging for broadband expansion, where most fiber internet and computing components are made overseas. Though there will be some exceptions available, the scope of those exceptions are more limited than some initially hoped. Former West Virginia CIO Josh Spence has taken a role at a managed service provider, Alpha Technologies. Spence joins the West Virginia-based company to help expand its footprint in the state and local government market. He also says he hopes to help the company expand into the artificial intelligence arena. You can find these stories and more at statescoop.com and in links in today's show notes. New York State has a new cybersecurity strategy. The strategy, released earlier this month and announced by Governor Kathy Hochul, includes plans to modernize networks, increase digital defenses, and support critical infrastructure. Colin Ahern is the state's chief cyber officer. He tells Statescoop's Lindsay McKenzie about the strategy and what it means for the Empire State. So obviously, uh, Governor Hochul released the state's first cybersecurity strategy uh, last week, uh, and really it rests on a vision for New York State, um, It really in response to the convergence of cyber threats, where threats are becoming more sophisticated and more numerous. Uh, you know, previously, we'd seen cyber criminals attacking one type of target, hacktivists attacking a different type of target and nation states attacking another. Now that's really been scrambled. And so that's really necessitating a unified response. So, you know, we're really underpinning our strategy with three values. Number one, unifying the entirety of New York state, obviously most principally the state government. Uh, So we wanna become more unified by working to increase access to cybersecurity information cybersecurity tools, cybersecurity services, so that our more sophisticated defenses are available to its least well-resourced entities. Uh, and for example, you know, over the past two years, Governor Hochul has increased um, the, you know, an important part of the centralized cybersecurity funding uh, by nearly fourfold. And that's including $30 million for shared cybersecurity services for county and local governments, uh, known as endpoint detection and response, which we rolled out last year. Uh, And since the governor rolled that program out, we've now protected over 53,000 county and local government computers in nearly every upstate county in the largest five upstate cities. So significant progress, uh, you know, since the governor rolled out that program. Uh, We want to become more resilient by moving to expand the scope of cybersecurity regulations, requirements, and recommendations so that our critical infrastructure is better protected. You know, for example, uh, the governor in her last enacted budget announced a $500 million program, a cybersecurity and information technology capital grant program as part of the Department of Health's healthcare technology capital grant program. Uh, So that's a significant amount of funding. Does strategy Uh, represent a shift at all, or is it just a, you know, concrete writing down of things you're already doing? uh, I think uh, both. Um, Obviously, you know, as, you know, geopolitically things become, 
uh, more complicated, let's say. Uh, we felt it was important. The governor felt it was important for the state to continue to show leadership. New York's always been a leader in cybersecurity. You know, in 2017, the Department of Financial Services passed really the first prescriptive and comprehensive cybersecurity regulations for financial services. You know, those the an update of those regulations are out for comment right now. Uh, and additionally, in 2022, at the end of 2022, the governor passed legislation, signed legislation creating nation-leading cybersecurity protections for New York's energy grid and you know, requiring electric distribution utilities to prepare for cyber attacks in their annual emergency response plans and providing our public service commission and its chair, Rory Christian, with enhanced auditing powers. Um, so we're not just walking the walk, you know, we're talking the talk. Um, and obviously prepared, so we have unificate, you know, unified, resilient, and prepared. Uh, and prepared by providing advice and guidance to New Yorkers uh, so that they can take charge of their own cybersecurity. And there's a myriad of guidance that the state issues each and every year from, you know, poster contests for K through 12 students through the Department of Financial Services and the Office for the Aging, for Rattlers Communities, you know, the Department of Tax and Finance at tax time. Uh, so really, um, you know, an important element of that. Our strategy rests on five strategic pillars. Um, so number one, operating government network securely and resiliently. And that means modern security principles while delivering services that function efficiently and take into account user experience and design because if you can't use it, um, it doesn't matter if it's secure or resilient. Two, collaborating with key stakeholders. The governor last year, actually two days before the invasion of Ukraine, um, announced the Joint Security Operations Center, which is you know a component of this strategy and really the governor's vision for uh, a shared view on cybersecurity risks and opportunity for cybersecurity and resilience collaboration, um, you know, really at the at the doer level. And so that's, you know, that's taken flight. Uh, obviously, we spoke about regulation, about financial services and the energy grid. Uh, we talked about advice and guidance for our individuals and communities. And really, the fifth pillar is growing our cybersecurity workforce and economy. At the launch event, we were fortunate to have, a, you know, a representative for the White House uh, acting Principal Deputy National Cyber Director Jake Braun, um, and I think the President and the Governor really have a shared vision for high-quality, middle-class jobs in cybersecurity and adjacent industries. You know, for example, uh, through P-Tech, uh, we're creating cybersecurity, um, you know, making keeping New York State a hiring destination to meet the demand for not just cybersecurity personnel in the state government, uh, but in the private sector as well creating tech hubs, um, you know, expanding fellow programs. Uh, so a wide variety of education and workforce development. In the state workforce, I'd mentioned the significant enhancements, really the most significant enhancements to the civil service in decades that the governor signed just a couple months ago, continuous recruitment, expanding the locations um, the, where you can take civil service tests. Uh, so really trying to get more, you know, high quality people uh, as civil servants, give them opportunities. Uh, and obviously we know that um, education and workforce go hand in hand. Um, so obviously, you know, working with our counties, the community colleges and other places, uh, in places, you know, adjacent to cyber, for example, in the Micron facility outside of Syracuse, Onondaga County Community College, a flagship program to create uh, the workforce of the future. Uh, for the Micron Semiconductor Fabrication Facility. Um, so things like that, you know, really part and parcel with the governor and the president's strategy uh, for onshore and critical high precision manufacturing and cyber jobs. 
uh, keeping New York State, which has a very unique place, you know, in semiconductors, like I mentioned, and quantum, you know, there's an IBM research facility. Actually, the president was here last October uh, announcing a multi-billion dollar investment from IBM and, you know, artificial intelligence, et cetera. Um, so really keeping New York State the place where the industries of the future come to percolate. Um, and I think we have very significant, um, a very significant role to play in that. I know everyone's struggling with cybersecurity hiring. How bad do you think it is statewide? I mean, you're obviously a destination for people in the private sector, but is the public, se public sector also struggling? Yeah, I think everyone's struggling. Um, when we talk to our county and local governments, um, finding personnel uh, is a challenge. You know, everyone's got, I think, a hiring crunch for cyber. I think the, the White House actually released a workforce strategy last week, which, um, you know, we thought had a lot of interesting and important points, maybe just to touch on a couple. One is there's, by some estimations, there's about 700,000 uh, open cyber positions across the United States. Obviously, a significant portion of those are in New York State. Uh, so we really think by unifying and sharing services, um, we can, you know, we're better able to take advantages of economies of scale and, and other things like that for obviously our major stakeholders, county and local governments. Um, but we do see a significant um, opportunity, like I mentioned, um, in moving workforce and workforce training uh, across the state in multiple places. I mentioned Syracuse with Micron. Obviously there's the IBM facility um, you know, in the Mid-Hudson Valley and Poughkeepsie, there's a very significant role that New York City has to play, obviously. Um, but throughout the state, we're building tech hubs. We're taking advantage of the major research institutions around the state, you know, the University of Buffalo, Stony Brook, you know, Cornell Technion and Governor's Island, other places. Um, so, I, I, you know, the, the news isn't all bad. However, um, it's definitely a significant issue and one that, you know, the governor is... Um, is keenly aware of. And I think along with the president and other leaders around the country uh, understands that, you know, this is people first, you know, you gotta have, you know, you can have the best tools, you can have the best laid plans, uh, but if you don't have people to operate those things, if you don't have a team, um, it's not gonna amount to much. So that's why there's been such a significant focus on civil service enhancements, tech hubs, education, workforce, uh, because I think the governor understands what a, what a, a big role building the right team means for this issue. Is this strategy going to be something that you'll be updating frequently, or is it more of an evergreen document? Uh, you know, in the governor and her remarks, he really said, you know, this strategy, well, obviously it's the first statewide strategy. Um, you know, I think that Jake Braun, he said, you know, the governor's bold, affirmative vision for cybersecurity. Obviously, we know that this is not an issue that's going away. We know, in the governor and her remarks, I thought, very powerfully, you know, mentioned the issue of mental health of, you know, for example, the governor in her last enacted budget, you know, added $7.4 million for several, I think, critical state police units, cyber analysis, computer crimes, and internet crimes against children. Obviously, you know, larger societal issues with a cyber nexus like human trafficking by, with, and through the internet and other kind of, you know, threats to um, in particular, threats against minors are long and complicated issues with, you know, uh, a whole of society issue. Uh, but I think the governor rightly pointed out that her government isn't doing nothing. Um, we're obviously not going to be able to solve this problem alone. But the tools that we do have 
which is, you know, for example, significantly expanding, you know, funding for the state police and in particular, the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force uh, is something that we can do, that we have done, that we are doing. Um, and so these issues um, are concerning. However, um, we do think that the government has a positive role to play. Um, the governor is taking these issues very seriously and working, you know, throughout the country across party lines, um, you know, against these problems. Can you speak a little bit about how you'll be bringing together all these different agencies and groups and people with different expertise? It sounds like that's a big part of the plan. And yeah, I think there's implementing kind of, that sounds challenging. Yeah, it is a challenge. Obviously, um, I think a couple of things. One, uh, at the strategic level, we have this document. Um, you know, we have the governor's leadership. We have, for example, in February, uh, we held the first tabletop exercise. Um, on cybersecurity, you know, we had multiple agency heads. We had the governor, myself, you know, Jackie Bray, the commissioner of uh, Homeland Security and Emergency Services. We had the federal government who helped us run the tabletop, the cybersecurity infrastructure and security agency, CISA. Um, you know, so for instance, we're doing things like that. We're running tabletop exercises. We wrote and released a strategy. That's kind of, you know, so that's kind of in one bucket. Two, at the tactical and operational level. Um, we had the governor who established, you know, with New York City uh, and the other five major upstate cities, Albany, Syracuse, Rochester, Buffalo, and Yonkers, established a Joint Security Operations Center. You know, that's kind of two. Uh, and then three, you know, there's, you know, just there's no there's no secret. It's just shoe leather. There's getting out around the state. There's meeting folks. There's, you know, going to the New York State Local Government IT Directors Association. You know, they have a meeting every quarter. Uh, we send representatives in the Finger Lakes and Syracuse. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be in Hudson, you know, in, at West Point in a couple months. So, you know, there's also just like what you think is making sure that you're engaging with the the stakeholders that, you know, we're listening and we're attentive. And I think that's really the secret to the governor's vision, which is um, we definitely don't have all the answers. We sometimes don't even have all the questions. So by talking to county and local leaders, um, you know, for example, the governor mentioned in her remarks that, um, you know, Wyoming County actually passed a resolution praising the Cybersecurity Shared Services Initiative, uh, that we had IT directors who had called the, you know, this initiative uh, the most, you know, the best state program that they'd ever seen. Um, so we have, you know, very significant, you know, listening that has to occur and needs to continue to occur. But really, this strategy is obviously the start and, and not the end. Colin Ahern, Chief Cyber Officer for New York State. You can read more about him and learn more about the strategy at statescoop.com and in links in today's show notes. Coming up in a few weeks from Statescoop, the 2023 IT Modernization Summit. This year's virtual summit takes place on September 19th. You'll hear from more than two dozen leaders in state and local government, as well as higher education on all things digital transformation. Register now for Statescoop's IT Modernization Summit on September 19th. You can find registration links for the summit in today's show notes and always at statescoop.com. You can subscribe to the Priorities Podcast at PrioritiesPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, be sure to leave a review or a rating on the podcast page. They make it more likely that more people will find the show. This podcast is a production of Scoop News Group in Washington, D.C. Adam Butler and Carlin Fisher help put it together, and the entire Scoop News Group team contributes. Until next week, I'm your host, Jake Williams. Thanks for listening.